0: Good morning everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy author of epic fantasy romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee delicious (sighs) so today is say it with me Friday woohoo May 27th beginning of Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. Um, be interesting to see how this weekend goes, huh? We um, get Monday off federal holiday and here it's traditionally about um, camping and doing barbecues and going to the lake or what have you. Kind of a right of the beginning of summer. A lot of uh schools getting out. I do apologize to the uh lovely English teacher whose name escapes me at the moment, commented on Facebook that uh May thirty first, Tuesday is her last day of school and she was looking forward to reading Storm Princess. Um I'm close close really I passed um 89,400 year years. Did you hear that? 89,400 years people. Oh my god. Words 89,400 words I should have known it was the kiss of death when early on I said that the book was seemed to be writing too easily. Ha 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 that means that the end was coming for me um. Yeah, you guys know I hate writing like the fight and action scenes and like the whole end of this book is one big fight scene but I finally figured out how to extract themselves without killing everybody only a couple of characters die. (laughs) You guys don't even believe me when I tease you like that. Uh, yeah, so so it's getting there. Um, I'm really glad that I didn't have to try to get it done by yesterday. (coughs) I think there's gonna be a third thank you less smoky today but um, definitely the pollen in the air. So um, so yeah. I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to nine thousand words to go then a revision pass on this last hundred pages that I've written and the proofing out loud and yes, some of you who offered to be proofreaders English teacher types um, in order to get to read earlier I may take you up on that can't hurt to have more eyes on it. So this is the the test if you listen to the podcast actually I shouldn't make that a barrier for entry but you know how it goes <sighs> so today I gave myself a lovely treat and that I did not look at my sifwa email at all. I did address a couple of things but you know technically we're supposed to be on hiatus <laughs> right now and uh, everybody is um if you're not here in the US you know this I hate that we have to say it this way this latest mass shooting the most recent horribly tragic unthinkable mass shooting uh, in a long chain of unthinkable ones, <laughs> uh, really has created a a ripple I don't know if it's a different ripple than any of the ones before at writer coffee yesterday Jim was saying something about it and I said you know. I I'm trying not to be exhausted by this cycle. And it probably doesn't help that I'm otherwise fairly exhausted. But, you know, it's just like these things keep happening and nothing changes, you know, and right away the conservatives start spinning their bullshit. And uh yeah, Texas. What are you gonna do with them? I w- I would say I wish well, no, I'm not even gonna say it out loud, but Yeah, it's just um I guess <laughs> you know Abbott says that he's going to make sure nothing like this ever happens again but then they're all supposedly going to some big NRA National Rifle Association rally tonight the, with Trump which amusingly enough they have banned firearms from the event <laughs> go figure anyway we're not here to talk about that although I should add the caveat that I am not anti gun full stop by any stretch. David has guns he grew up in Wyoming using guns hunting. Um, taught me how to fire a gun because he felt like if we were gonna have them in the house I should know how which is true. One of my first published essays was about that learning to shoot a gun. Um, it would hurt my feelings if nobody had guns I'd actually be perfectly fine with that but I'm also fine with responsible gun owners having access to to guns for um, you know like normal purposes not assault rifles used to murder people because that's the thing is there's there's no other reason to have an assault rifle other than to kill people. Anyway, I said I was going to stop talking about it. Uh, hopefully there will be no violence this weekend. Uh, as I mentioned I think in yesterday's podcast you know people are riled up. Um, popping with emotion you know 3 years out of pandemic we still have covid cases. It's um, it's a thing. It's a thing isn't it. All right, let's talk more about books and writing. Uh. I thought it was amusing because assistant kareen has been on a kick of um unsubscribing from author newsletters and I don't recall what got her started on this something annoyed her and I and I know I saw it in that but it's fled out of my head but she started looking at all of the author newsletters that arrive in her inbox and the ones that a lot of them are from authors that she's like never even read you know she did the thing where she signed up during some giveaway or another and she just decided to start cleaning them up (laughs) and she came across one the other day that the unsubscribe function on the newsletter was there which is required by law but it was in black font on a black background in the square so that you couldn't read it unless you moused over it unless you lit it up with your cursor and did the highlight. (laughs) Trixie author trying to keep people from unsubscribing. So I'm just gonna say here authors author people out there readers you're welcome to continue to listen and do your little fist pumps in the air because this is for you in part but I'm speaking to the author people I know that everybody tells you you have to have a newsletter. I know everybody says it's the one property you can control that it is the best way to reach readers that it's the way to ensuring uh, success and riches and I don't know. dancing people of your preferred gender in skimpy outfits. Uh, all of this and more will be yours if only you have a newsletter and I know that a lot of you do the newsletter swaps that there are sites set up where you can put out there to do swaps with other authors and you know try to reach each other's audiences and that one of the things that you. Talk about in those author swaps is how many subscribers you have. And bragging rights. I have thirty thousand subscribers. Well, that's awesome. It doesn't matter if they're not actually reading your fucking newsletter. I mean, you can get all absorbed in the click-to-open rates and all of this stuff. What it comes down to is, and I—I have to duck the sunlight here. I wanted to lean into the camera meaningfully, but I guess I don't get to what it comes down to is you (laughs) the whole point the whole freaking point is that you are trying to let readers who want to read your books know that they're available. Right? This is very simple which means that you shouldn't be doing tricksy stuff to keep them from unsubscribing or you know hammering at them with a blunt instrument like you are somehow going to force people to deliver those sales or page rates, I don't understand why this is so hard. Um, and I won't continue to rant about it but don't do fuckery like that. Come on and I know most of you don't readers if you um you don't want to subscribe to an author's newsletter. You do not have to <laughs> I know some of them are great. Some of them deliver cool stuff. I know mine is um, mine is utilitarian kareen sends it for me. Uh, so I don't have delicious yumminess in there. I think you get most of the personal delicious yumminess here but um, mine's informational. No, here you go now you get to know what's going on. Um, yeah, so the other thing. Um, I've still been continuing my massive read of the author that I have not named although now at this point I kind of want to because even though I bitched about a couple of her books. I mean she is keeping me going I am this has been hella stressful week and it's um. I've been glomming these books and what's interesting is I'm trying to think of how to describe this. So like there's the first few books were with the same protagonists and then along the way she started doing sort of the the spin off novels of other side characters giving them their stories. That's a pretty standard thing to do right? And she has the reading order on her website. And I'd worked my way through like five or six books of that main arc. And then I decided maybe I should go back and catch up on the intervening novellas. You know, that's why I looked up her reading order and also um like some of these spin-off series because the arc does braid and interweave, and I'm freaking enjoying them. What's really interesting is like those first couple of spin off books, and the one that I'm reading now, which is a spin off of another character, so that makes three. They um, had them on my Kindle, bought them 10 years ago more. And even though I'm very familiar with the books, and their premise I think I like maybe I only read the first chapters of them there was a very long stretch there um beginning in 2009 ish when we moved to Santa Fe and it it could even have begun a little bit before that 2007 uh, ish when I first moved into writing fiction it was when we left the martial arts school we'd been part of for 15 years and I got was no longer sleep deprived and got some of my life back. Uh, I'd been reading all that time but I'd only been reading and then I began writing novels and I wrote the book that became Rogue's Pond. <gasps> I've seen the cover concept for it raven sent me to sent me the cover concept she sent me like oh I'd like 8 concepts and 7 of them were all uh, exactly what I'd expected her to send. And the other one was something that was so different. It was electrifying and I was like I want this electrifying cover and she said oh good that was my favorite too. So that's like I can't wait for you guys to see this. It's it's really cool. Yeah I dare I say trendsetting (laughs) I am not much of a trendsetter but I could almost see this one being trendsetting. So. 2009 we left Laramie Wyoming where we've been living for 20 years moved to Santa Fe and following that was when I really started digging into seriously writing. Um, getting back into my writing habit I remember putting up a blog post I should see if I could find it. It would be funny to link to be funny to read again that was um, something like now where did I pack my writing career boy that was a tumultuous time but from then until about 2014 so about a five year stretch there. Um, I was just burning it at all ends. Um, I still had my career type job as an environmental consultant I was hugely busy with that. Uh, I finally got my my three book deal with Kensington I don't maybe at the end of 2013 that book came out 2014 something like that but it's interesting to me because there's this whole stretch of time where I do not remember the media that I consumed going back to these books that I read at the time. I know that that was when my tbr piles really started to mushroom I had so many books that I was acquiring and not reading and some of that happens when you begin to write very seriously it takes up like all of your reading bandwidth too so those first those two books of the spin-off characters and possibly some of those novels in the main arc i think i may have only read part of them it could have been that i read only the teaser chapter at the end of the previous book and bought it and then never read it because i remember like reading the book i remember like nothing of the rest of the book which is kind of a treat to read them now um, but yeah definitely went through this phase of reading books I don't remember and David and I husband when we're looking for movies to watch if we find movies that are like from that 2009 to 2012 era that was like when we were switching over from getting the mailed in netflix movies does not that seem like ancient history now. Um, there was this little video store here in our neighborhood, but it was not very good and we didn't have a great place in Santa Fe to rent movies, but I was resisting buying the whole cable package and you couldn't do that, uh, piecemeal service thing yet. So anyway, there are, if we find a movie that looks interesting and we, and it's from that time span, we're like, oh, we should watch that because we know that we like either missed it or. For me it goes longer up to like that 2014 timeframe when I was watching things and I was like doing social media on my laptop at the same time and I remember nothing of these movies I like totally did not pay attention to them. So I guess it gives me lots of stuff to go back to and re-experience but I think it just um is a good it's a good lesson in that the way books hit us at particular times what we like what we don't like I remember that first spin off book I may have read more than the first chapter of it and I remember not liking it at all and this time when I read it I was like why did I not like this I don't even understand I totally glummed it so much is what we bring to the page. Um, so um, yeah. In, in other news, one quick thing is, uh, tap out now if you've got, uh, if you don't want to hear about like weight stuff, body image stuff, but, uh, I am officially down 10 pounds, uh, on this sixteen eight fasting, fasting for 16 hours, eating during an eight hour window. I also have cut out additional sugars. Um, so that's made a difference. The best part is. I'm down 10 pounds overall but I'm also down like nine and a half pounds of fat because my scale tells me and this is the I think first time I have found an eating regimen that affects the fat that way. I think it really truly does target that insulin resistance um, so this is amazing for me. I've lost 2 inches around my waist and I'm very excited and also I think this is sustainable I'm very interested to see where my body settles out I was plateaued for a very long time and now it's um like a couple months it is slow uh you guys if you're tempted to do this this is a slow method it does not melt away the pounds like you know like doing keto or something like that but it's um it it feels healthier it works well with how I tend to eat anyway I remember being a young woman in my you know in college or in grad school you know that I would do this anyway because I would be busy uh, and I would often eat one meal a day. Um, or I would have a few snacks but I I had long fasting periods and I could totally see how my body is well adapted to this so pretty cool huh. All right I'm gonna go get to work. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend long weekend or not. Uh, I will do a podcast on Monday. Um, yeah, because it's gonna be a work day for me I have to finish this freaking book right? So all right I'm gonna get to work you all you go do your thing. Um, stay away from the angry crazy so y'all take care. Bye bye.